Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Ken, Worshipful Brother Dan, and Brother Ray's over in the corner hiding. <laughs> He's kind of just hanging out, but uh, we're going to be getting into uh, Hiram Abiff today. Let's get into it. First thing I want to do is uh, plug sponsorship, www.freemasonspodcast.com. Go on there. we got all kinds of new stuff. want to quickly run through our community page, which we are going live on right now, our Facebook page as well. And we're going to start, we're going to get right into shout-outs. So the first one, we had one like this week. Slow week. Only one? Slow week. Yeah, but he's working hard and not going on Facebook. But that's fine, because uh, we have a new uh, like on Facebook, Jason Kenneth Mill. So... Brethren, right hand arms. Arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 Ken, you might. Uh, Ken. Uh, Dan, you might have to bring that mic up just a little bit closer to your mouth. There you go. I know the arm is kind of messed up. I'm not used to this mic. It's just like hovering in space. And it's what it does. In my way all the time. It's a boom in your face, Kevin. <laughs> it is. It's you're in, uh, you're in Joe's spot in. usually. So. Yeah. Joe's uh, used to this mic. We had some five-star reviews. We're going to get into five them. Five stars. Now, I don't know if this is a language barrier problem or this is uh, somebody who was completely shithoused when he was writing this. But either way, a little thank you very much to uh, how's, uh, H-O-U-S-M-A. Hausma O2. Okay. And he writes awesome. A L S O M E. Cool. Five star review. This group of brothers are awesome. With the podcast and people themselves, when you have a question, they answer it. And I would tell everyone to listen to these brothers. It, uh,. <laughs> It might not be the correct answer, but we'll always give you an answer very quickly. <laughs> That's true. Um, and uh, we've gotten really good with uh, trying sorry, to goodness. respond quickly back. God, what are you trying to kill me? I, you did, uh, oops. It was an oops. It's, it was an oops. Premeditated yeah. murder. <laughs> premeditated. No, we'll, we'll learn about pre- premeditated murder on our commercial yeah, list later. later on. Very but soon. either way, whether it's language barrier or you were completely in the bag, Thank you to Hausma O2. Uh, we also had an... Oh, we're going to toast him. Yeah. Ken, why don't you lead it? All right. It's been a while. Brothers, right hand to arms. Arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. I'm not shooting that. Together, brothers. Brothers. 
Vivat, Vivat, Vivat. All right. <coughs> Another one. It just, uh, I can't read exactly what it says because it says Freemasons Podcast dot dot dot. But it's uh, Mahoney. Five star review. Great podcast. Some fact checking needed from time to time. Of course. Well, goes without saying. <laughs> Never claimed I'm an expert. Nope. Uh, a little bit of tomfoolery. Ooh. Fancy word for effing around. around. Screwing around, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and a whole lot of great information and topics. It's good work, true work. Ooh. Thank a little you. bit of reference okay. from the. Uh, got it. From, from York, right? All right. Like all right. So, uh,. Mahoney, we are going to uh, toast. Dan, lead it. Oh, I do, do it, Danny. You do it. Right hand to arms. Arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 Last thing I want to plug Patreon. Go on there. Discord. We have uh, great conversations on there. It's a little slow today. But uh, I, I kind of blew it up this morning when I... A little bit. I was really busy at work, so I got blew up at the end of the day. Yeah. And I realized everything I missed. So. Yeah, we got uh, pretty heavy that. into the... I got pretty heavy while I was uh, doing a little bit of research on uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Hiram Abiff. And yeah, you got sucked g- into a black hole of research <sighs> today, didn't you? Yes, I did. It was deep as hell, too. It went pretty wild. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. So uh, Washington's rules... For Freemasons in Life and in Lodge. Let's get into it. Last one I did was uh, wherein you reprove another, be unblameable yourself. For example, is more prevalent than precepts. That is to say, lead example, let action speak louder than words. How'd we do? Letting action speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm never, I've never really been a man of talk. I don't really talk about what I'm going to do. I don't really strategize. I barely plan. I'm more of a man of action. So, just by virtue of that, I think I've done pretty well this week with that. See, I can't... Danny? I agree I, with that. I'm kind of a, a man of action myself. Uh, you know, and if I do have words, I kind of follow them up with actions, for sure. I actually messed so. up. We did 44, which was, uh, when a man does all he can, throw it, though it succeeds not well, blame not him that did it. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like we didn't. Yeah, lose. we didn't do that I one. Thought so I missed a podcast. That's the one we're going to be doing. So, uh, okay. getting back, we'll start over again. Okay. Uh, when a man does all he can do, though it succeeds not well, blame him not that did it. Uh, basically, encourage everyone, don't, you know, crap on somebody's dreams if they yep. tried like hell. How'd you do? Well, I'm in charge of an engineering team, mm-hmm. and you're not doing your job right unless you fail occasionally. <laughs> And I try to make sure that my employees are empowered to fail and that my boss allows me to fail. And I think I've continued to do that this past week. So, yeah, I mean, I gave people credit where credit was due. I think I did okay. Very nice. Yeah, I'm I'm in charge of a a good group of guys at work. And uh, if they fail, I let them fail until they get it right. I'm not, you know. Nice. I'm in charge of of a great guy. Uh, myself. Yourself. So basically, I I did great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't screw it up once. <laughs> the founder of the company that I work for had a great quote, and that was, pay the tab, but keep the receipt. So you're okay making mistakes. It's all right if you, you're not going to get fired for making a mistake, but if right. you make that same mistake again, right. then we might fire you. Right. 
So learn from your mistakes, but don't punish people for it. Just them. like Ken wearing That's pants today instead of short shorts. <laughs> yep, I'm going to wear long pants for the remainder of the summer up here. I don't care how hot it gets in this room. <laughs> I will never again wear shorts because so, the ridicule that I, I took on Let's, let's fill in Brother life. Ray real quick over here. So Ken got heckled because he was wearing shorts similar to mine. Yeah. But like they were exactly way like kind those. of up high. And he was getting bombarded on Facebook Live. <laughs> so uh, It's because of my fat thighs. <laughs> thick thighs. Sorry, I got thick thighs. Two C's. I don't care. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, this this week's is going to be uh, number forty-eight. Wherein you reprove another, be unblameable yourself. For example, is more pre- uh, is more prevalent than precepts. That is to say, lead by example, actions speak louder than words. How do you think we're going to do? I think we'll be all right. Yeah, we're all men of action, right? Yeah. Not men of words. I could take care of uh, working forward. And, yep. I think know. we can hack that. All right, so I'm going to mark this page, and hopefully I won't screw up the next one. So, so that being said, yeah, it's not guaranteed, I'll tell you that right now. So, uh, hello for everyone who's watching. <laughs> Rafferty actually pointed out, he said, Ken Tarwood hiding his short shorts. <laughs> the, wear pants. the pants are riding up a little high, though. We're showing some ankle. Shut up. <laughs> Put my legs underneath the table. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into this right deep, right right away, because this is uh, it can go pretty deep. So we're gonna start it off. Hiram Abith. We're gonna talk about the man. Yep. The real man. Yep. The actual man. Brother Ken, you want to uh, worship, Brother Ken? You want to lead it off? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> for those who may not know, Hiram Abith is a character who is briefly mentioned in the Bible. And actually, in Masonic uh, tradition, plays a very, very pivotal part in one of our degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, without going into a whole heck of a lot of detail, um, and again, it's not, we discussed this earlier, it doesn't really get into, like, the actual, the actual ritual during the degree is not secret. Right. Right. So we could talk about it, but I know there are a lot of mm-hmm. um, petitioning potential mm-hmm. members out there and, and men that are not masons that are interested in getting involved in masonry and i don't want to ruin the, the experience the experience for mm-hmm. them so i'm not going to talk about the details but in uh one of those degrees uh hiram abiff plays a pretty pivotal role and he was actually the architect and uh the chief of the entire labor force that erected king solomon's temple mm-hmm. um and that we actually, that's corroborated by the Bible. In the Bible, it mentions that a man named Hiram doesn't use his last name or mm-hmm. his family name, which we know in Freemasonry as Hiram Abiff. Mm-hmm. Abiff is that, that family name. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mention that name in the Bible, but it does mention a man named Hiram who mm-hmm. was appointed. He actually uh, was sent by another Hiram, King of Tyre, mm-hmm. who's also featured in the Bible. Uh, King Solomon sends to... Uh, sends a request to Hiram King of Tyre for a chief architect, somebody who's gifted and talented in architecture, because obviously building a temple such as that is no easy task. Correct. Right. So, so he petitions Hiram King of Tyre. Uh, Hiram King of Tyre sends this man Hiram to be the chief orchestrator and architect of the building of the temple, and indeed he succeeds in that mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there is some there is a story behind what happens to the man nearing the completion of the temple Mm -hmm. Uh, but I won't go into that I will say that again his name is mentioned in the Bible Mm -hmm. but not the full name that we use in Masonic tradition. And he's mentioned once. He's mentioned, yeah, he's mentioned once. There, there aren't really um, that many references to him. I believe it's in the Book of Kings. Book um, of Kings, They right. mentioned the man named Hiram, who is the son of a widow. Um, and his father, I believe, is a man of Tyre. And that he's gifted in working with metals and gold, and uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, King Solomon needed a lot of ornamentation in the building of the temple, and uh, that's why he was um, sent as the chief architect. So that's pretty much it. I mean, it's really weird that we have this man who's such a, uh, you know, a, a, a chief part of one of our degrees, and there is almost no mention in scripture about who he is. Obviously, somebody had to exist to build that temple. The temple existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there really aren't that many extra-biblical sources that you can point at and say, here's a man with first name Hiram, last name Biff, and here's what his, his backstory is. Right. Like, even if you look outside of the, the biblical canon, you can't find those kinds of references. Right. So that's led a lot of men to, or a lot of you know scholars to uh, speculate on what that, that family name is. Correct. Have been. Correct. So that's kind of the overall background. That's why we're concerned with who this man is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's even more intriguing that there aren't a lot of historical references. Correct. About him. Right. What's your brother Dan? What do you got? Well, I mean, I, uh, I did a little... You got a book over there. I got a, I got a book, but I just realized that most of the book is nonsense. <laughs> so I'm flipping through pages here. Um, you printed the book, but you didn't read it. Well, I read it online. Oh. But then when you print something off of online, apparently it just prints... Pages of ads. That's because you have to pick the page, like page 37 to. Like, there's a three. Far more advanced (laughs) technology than I can go with. Hmm. Um, But I mean, like, kind of like Ken touched on, um, there's not much biblical reference, is kind of what I wanted to search for, because I mean, I've obviously heard the Masonic reference. Uh, Hold on. Showing me something over here. Is that the Wikipedia article? Yep. So. Uh, one of the things I found interesting is there's, according to this source that I found, which is uh, MasonicFind.com, which mm-hmm. probably, who knows how reliable this is, <laughs> but uh, there's three mentions of a Hiram in the Bible, and uh, one of them is obviously the King of Tyre, mm-hmm. who is clearly not the abyss that we're looking for, because Correct. in He's- other... Mentioned, mentioned in our ritual. In our too. ritual, yeah. there is a Hiram King of Tyre who is not Hiram Abiff. Correct. Um, but it says that, you know, this, the Hiram King of Tyre, like Ken was saying, hired a different Hiram mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, run the overseeing of the building of King Solomon's temple. And uh, he was supposed to be the one closest to who we were looking for because he was a widow's son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his, his father was from Tyre. Yep. The Masonic ritual the Masonic probably ritual. was based on the reference this, from Scripture. This but, right. Yep. And uh, up until this point, there's no real Masonic history. You know what I mean? This is kind of where Masonic stuff starts in the eyes of most. Um, you know, mm-hmm. because that's where our ritual really right. kicks off. Um, that's kind of, you know, as far as this 
article goes, but I know Brother George was quite excited, so I'll let him. Yeah, I didn't do a lot of research because George was like, I found so much stuff, and he got so excited, and I was like, it, all right, fine, I'm not going to Let's put it this way. I'm not going to read a book. Um, they, it, the rabbit hole that I went down just shot in 30 different directions. So I'm going to try to reel it in as as best as I can, uh, again, with my scattered brain. I feel like I'm all over the place when I talk. So You are. So the <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> um, let's start by saying that the time of the so- uh, Temple of Solomon being built was about 970 BCE. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 970 to 950 BCE, about that time. Um, so I just want to note that, number one. Yep. <clears throat> and yeah, I also yeah. want to note that that is what is believed to be. So it's not exactly a true, well, yep, that's when they built it, because honestly, they don't have anything left yeah, of the, the of temple's this. not there to carbon date, so. It's not there to carbon, carbon date. Yeah. They're guessing that the temple's built about this time, which makes mm-hmm. kind of sense yep. considering what the Bible's saying about Nebuchadnezzar mm-hmm. and all this other. So they're kind of, but it's not pinpoint accurate. So the first thing that I found was when I found it, I looked up and I started off with, you know, who was Hiram Abiff, you know, and, you know, I kind of started reading a little bit and Hiram Abiff, actually the name H-I-R-A-M-A-B-I-F-F is not in the Bible or the Torah. It is actually, I'm going to grab my little notebook over here. It is actually Huram Abi. H-U-R-A-M-A-B-I. Now, me being very involved and in Sumerian tablets, I immediately pinpointed Sumerians talk with... Sumerian a, scholar. Sumerians, like, your syllables break up. Hu, Ram, Abi. That's how they spoke. Nin, Gazita. Like, they were, they were split up. And each section, just like your name, each section of that word means something like uh ninkazita it was uh it, it had a title that mm-hmm. each section of it had a meaning so i started breaking it down and i found out according to again took taking the sumerian route mm-hmm. uh abi is means father of and it even means that in hebrew as well Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about language and the perversion of language you had one language start then another takes over and changes it tweaks yeah. it a little bit common roots common roots yep. and so it i found it it was father of now if you want to take it to the arabic side of it haram h-a-r-a-m it's an arabic word when arabic is kind of in the same vicinity as those things and it means holy site holy site so holy site hmm. so now you have Huram Abi, father of a holy father site. Holy he was site. the builder of the temple. That's and I thought interesting. that was quite interesting, yeah, number right. one. So then I got into it a little bit more. And this is where it really kind of, I went off on a tangent of literally sitting in a rest stop today going, <sighs> like a little kid looking at this stuff. Instead of doing your job. Instead of doing my job. Well, I did my job fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught sticks all day at the mill shop. So, so let's get back to the Bible real quick. Good point. From... Uh, uh, Kings 1, 7, 13, it appears that Huram Abi was located in Tyre at the time. So if you take a map of of the time, uh, no, I'm good, brother, I thank you. If you take a map of the time, mm-hmm. I'm sorry? 
right. Uh, if you take a map of the time mm -hmm. and you take a look at this area, uh, he was in Tyre, which was part of the Phoenician, Phoenician em Empire. The and the time. Phoenician Empire was literally right on the shore, basically, yep. of Lebanon. What was bordering that was the Akkadian Empire, kind of right yep. there in that same area and it kind of looks like it basically followed the crescent valley yep. the acadian empire well, jerusalem was a pretty large jerusalem kingdom at that point too uh it actually was split into different three you have the kingdom of israel and you had the kingdom of judah which was actually right. incorporated in in uh th that's where jerusalem was was mm -hmm. the kingdom of judah which was much further south but there were 12 different tribes and we all know yep. that stuff from the bible but um just reading from this uh uh, they're basically, this is, I'm, uh, I'm actually reading this off of historyancientphilosophy.wordpress.com. And this was something that somebody had, some basically, guys WordPress some, blog. some guys <laughs> put it together. That's all right. It's not angel fire. It's like, not angel uh, fire. Last podcast. But this, but honestly, like you'll hear a lot of connections and I, I was reading this. I'm like, wow, that's quite interesting. So we're not always looking at like library first you know first you know sources or whatever when we do our research but we right. do vet the stuff that we're reading right. just so everybody and by knows. none of this is this is all speculation at this point none yep. of this is is fact this right. is all just different th thoughts basically is what we do in free yeah, there's we no throw thoughts around, there's no written you know? record no written record especially about, about Hiram Abiff if you google Hiram Abiff all that comes up is Masonic, Masonic shit so yep. you're not going to yeah, find yeah. anything that's actual written fact about the man same as Tubal Cain which was the first uh, worker in metals, and it says it right in the battle. Artificer. Artificer. Our cunning worker in metals. I was taking it out of the Bible, but you guys can take it a different direction. I like direction. that it's word, fine. though. <laughs> Artificer. Okay, so here we go. Kings, First uh, Kings 7.14 gives a variation on Second Chronicles, account of Huram Abi's mother from Dan, by telling us that his mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali. The city of Dan Naphtali, was in... Yeah. I'm sorry, say it again. Naphtali? Naphtali? N-A-P-T-H-A-L-I. Yes, that's the one. Naphtali. Naphtali. Hey, listen, I was trying, man. How do you pronounce it in ritual? We say Naphtali. Morgali. There's always going to be somebody who's going to butcher a ritual. But... Zarthan. Hey, another commercial right there. Brother... Brother Lodge. Ritual butchering. Butcher. Yeah. Only you like can it. bring logic of yeah. super butterflies. Just pronounce every word in our ritual. Religiously. Um, I was thinking Lodge Snoozer. You know, the guy who takes little naps, siestas. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's, that's one of my we're, faves. We're, we're working. I've never done that. I may have nodded. With um, I think you may have. So getting back onto this. So the city of Dan was in the city of, or was in the tribe of. The city of Dan was in Naphtali. 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 Yeah. Um, and in... Interestingly enough, if you look on a map, Naphtali, mm -hmm. Naphtali, yep. Naphtali is actually right just above the Jordan River, in between the Phoenician and the Akkadian Empire. Yep. So I find that just the location of where he supposedly came from is quite interesting. And then getting into this, uh, another, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because. It is also believed that, again, we talked about language changing and everything, that Hiram Abif is actually Hammurabi, King Hammurabi of the Akkadian Empire or Babylon. 
And funny thing that this article, and again, if you want to read it, it's it's up there. Um, it Did basically you, cites. You drop a link on the uh, the Facebook. I most certainly okay. will. Yeah, As I'll, a matter I'll fact, have to look at that. I didn't come across link that it one up. somehow. Yeah. I will actually do that right now. Over Hammurabi. Hammurabi, King Hammurabi, who's also known as being the guy who was uh, the first. Basically, he made the first code of law in Sumeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard the term an eye for an eye, yeah. a tooth for a tooth? Hammurabi's law. Hammurabi's law. law. That's yeah. where it came from. Yep. Um, some of the laws nice. are real freaking brutal. But well, yeah, I mean, it was a brutal time, too. Interestingly you know, enough, Hammurabi, the, the king, he was in Babylon, who uh, Babylon was the center of trade, and it was actually um, basically a, a Bronze Age city. Yep. It was the center of agriculture and all this stuff. Um, when he came to power, one of the things he did was rebuild the city walls, and he basically built the city's defenses and all the things. Uh, it was a city of uh, artisans. Uh, this is Babylon. Artisans, which mm -hmm. is basically a builder, yep. an artisan. Yep. Uh, architects, bricklayers, businessmen. Uh, uh, it had a, a effective uh, secular administration and chain of command. Mm -hmm. So this guy was extremely smart. And it's a tribute. That's where this one link that I had found was that he was the king of the artisans, which would you have Ooh, Hammurabi, which is very similar to Hiram uh, Huram Abi. Yep. And again, it could be a very well perversion of the language crossing across borders. Yeah. And I thought that was extremely interesting that those two had, I mean, again, it's now, speculation. Where was, where was that in relation to Tyre? Tyre, okay, so basically. Because these things happen contemporaneously, right? Like he was. Contemporaneously? Contem like they, they happen at the same time. Okay. okay, so it's a two fancy things. word for happening at the same time, Danny. Could have just said happening at the same time. Okay. No, and contemporaneously. Again, I, I right. will be. I'll, I'll be the. I'll be the guy who's kind of. Uh, what's the word? I'll play devil's advocate on both sides of it. Okay. The temple was supposedly started its building at 970. Yep. Hammurabi was from 1200 BCE, which okay. is much earlier. Outside of the normal human lifespan for. We were going yes. twelve hundred and nine seven. Correct. It's, now, it's not the same person. It may or may not be the same person. The only thing is, again, we cite, uh, the only thing I want to cite back is is that we don't know exactly when that when the temple was built. We don't have yeah, an exact date on yeah, it. Yeah. So if you if you maybe the temple was built earlier. I mean, they still don't know when the pyramids of Giza were truly built. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you can make you can make a comparison as this article does that perhaps maybe the temple was built earlier, and then you that would put you. I mean, I mean, and, and realistically, their, their contention is that Hammurabi was Hiram Abiff. Hiram Abiff, and it was he just went, he be, went to Israel. He went to Israel, Jerusalem, and built the. Okay. It could be and, a son or something. I mean, he could have had the same name. You know what correct. I mean? Correct. And realistically, better. for the most part, all these empires pretty much traded and got along until the Persians came in and just yeah. they. Yeah. They mopped the floor with everybody. Uh, there was a lo lot of infighting, especially with Hammurabi, the king. Uh, infighting, he had allies, but then turned on allies, and then he took over the, the southern Iraq and Sumer and everything. So you have a even lot of... amongst the tribes, there were... Even amongst the tribes, there was, there was fighting, fighting as well. Yeah. But one can surmise that if the temple was slightly... You know, the date is off on it, 
kind of might put them in the same ballpark. Yep. Uh, so that was one interesting thing. And again, I put the site on f- the Freemasons podcast for anybody to take a peek at. Uh, if you want to read it, it's it's quite an interesting article. It doesn't pretty much exactly tie it in, but it's pretty damn close. Like even the name Hammurabi is, is I mean, you have basically the first Arabi is um, the father of. Father of. Yeah. So you got something else, Dan? No. Oh, okay, okay. The other link that I found was actually that perhaps Freemasons perverted the name to Hiram Abeth. And the reason being is because... Because we do tend to do that. We tend to do that to hide things. But another spelling that's actually found coming out of Egypt is Harem. H-E-R-E-M. Okay. Which is... Could be a code or a change name for Hermes, Trismegistus, esoteric Freemasonry. Seems like a reach on the surface. Again, it may be a reach. Again, I'm just putting it all out there. Um, And again, if you really want to take Hermes as his name, he was also known as the father of knowledge. So now you have Harem Abif. Or Haram, Haram, Haram. God, I can't even speak it. There's too many freaking foreign words. I'm done. You're up, Ken. <laughs> what? Haramabi. Ha- it, Haramabi. But it's spelled differently. Right. It's E H E R E M or H A R E M. Yes. Yep. And then Abi, which yep. would be your Hiram Abif, which yep. would be the father of Hermes knowledge. Yep. Or, Okay. And that's basically what Hermes or Thoth or whatever you want to get into if you want to get into Patreon. And we're talking about that now. Mm-hmm. But and he was the father of knowledge. He was the father of wisdom. Yep. And you're getting into now an esoteric. And again, these are all pretty much speculation. I want to be clear yeah. on that. There's no definitive evidence. Again, we're talking about times that are, you know. Yeah. And if you want to look at when Freemasonry actually organized into speculative lodges... I mean, they essentially had the same sources that we're pulling from right now. There was no firsthand knowledge. They were going based on the Bible, right? So if you want to look at what is 100% out there and readable and not Mm. speculative, there was a Hiram mentioned in the Bible that Mm -hmm. was the chief architect of King Solomon's temple. If he was going to play that big of a part in in, in Freemasonry's ritual at the time, Maybe they just wanted to give him a last name to right. make him authentic and gave him a little bit of an extra backstory that wasn't mentioned in the Bible. Because, again, they're working from the same sources that we are. Like, but knows? that's not fun. Nobody wants to talk like that, right? Actually like, we a, want to know what that golden thread is. One of the other esoteric things that I had found, that I found interesting, actually, that Freemasonry would bring it up, is that we basically talk about Hiram Biff. In uh, basically dying and being resurrected to a living perpendicular, right? That's what we talk about. Again, I'm not getting too deep here, but that's basically what we're, we're driving at. From a dead level to a raised perpendicular, correct? I don't know that we're talking about resurrection when you say that. That's but. basically what it means. You're, you, when in, you, you, you pass and you're born into a new light. Oh, oh! I see. You're talking Follow about the symbol. Gonna, the yeah, symbol, symbol is right. yes. yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Yep. I guess yep. that's not the symbol. If the you look, look yeah. in the Old Testament, there is no speak of resurrection. Of, yeah, of afterlife. Nothing. Or, yeah, right. that's Nothing. all New Testament. Where do you find that? New Testament. New Testament. But prior to that, 
you find it uh, talked about in Egypt with yeah. mummies yeah. in the afterlife. Yep. And actually in Egypt, and again, this tying this into to the other hypothesis of that he was actually Hermes, mm-hmm. uh, in Egypt, they actually, the, the sarcophagus or the mummies were standing up. And yep. one of the rituals they did was they would actually open the mouth and that's how the spirit released into mm-hmm. the afterlife. Yep. So one can surmise that cross the river crossing the river but but Very one again stuff. out of the book of the dead it talks about basically resurrection raising yep. the body opening the mouth and allowing the spirit to pass through yep. the mouth and in freemasonry which i think was pretty innovative in religion at the time and like the ancient egyptians right. were probably the first in the region that mm-hmm. at least had you know a, a written historical record yeah. that believed in an afterlife correct so if you take you know the, the old testament doesn't talk about anything about resurrection at all there's nothing about it so could that be a link between you know basically a, a tiptoe around that hermes was Hiram abiff you know you're tracing it back to to egypt and in the mythology of all that so th- there's always that there's I mean, there are scholars. There are, there are esoteric scholars that try Keep to trace, trace Freemasonry all the way back to. Oh, we hit some feedback there. That that try to trace the roots of Freemasonry as we know it today all the way back to ancient Egypt, which is fascinating and it would be awesome if it were true. Right. But I know it just, it's really. You know, I mean, this is completely off topic, but like if you go to like Mayan ruins and things like that, I mean, I've spent some significant time in Mexico in the Mayan ruins and. Uh, there's a lot of Masonic looking things. I mean, I wouldn't say it's guaranteed to be Masonic, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that really. Well, you know, we've all seen like the ancient alien stuff, right? Right. Where you've got like, um, well, I mean, this culture over here around this time built pyramids, and at the same time on the other side of the planet they built pyramids as well. Right. So there must have been aliens that were talking and you know, explaining to ancient cultures how to build pyramids build pyramids and it's like well first of all why would they want to do that right and second of all it's a pretty simple geometric shape like if you're not if you don't understand architecture to the degree where you can you know build columns and trusses and stuff like that but you have the ability to you have a huge labor force and you want to build something that's huge what do you do well the easiest way to do that with that level of technology is to build it in that pyramidal shape so I mean, I like that stuff. I mean, that's why we're into this stuff, right? Because right. right. humans are like, wow, I love a good, great story. Like, mm-hmm. I want to believe that that's the f- fact. But it's... It's all know, kind it of a... Seems... And that's what, for basically, it's a, it's a personal thing you look for. Yep. You're searching for your own light. It means something different to everybody. But, speak of searching, we're going to break for our commercial now. Ah, enjoy. And, uh, enjoy, my brothers. Uh, enjoy. It's George and I worked very hard. And we, we got did. it in two takes. This we time. did, and we. I think we've all had a personal experience. I think with this particular brother. On I this think one. we have. Yeah. Maybe, so we're gonna maybe pause. some of you have been this brother. Maybe some of you have been. Maybe you've been this brother. That's absolutely true. So, uh, with that being said, all those who have listened and uh, tuned in, uh, the second half of this is going to be questions, and it doesn't have to be particularly about this. Uh, it could be about anything. Uh, that you know, as long as we keep it on the level and keep it, you know, square. Yeah. Also, we've told you all we know about this, so make the questions yeah. about something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about as much research as I've got. So uh, we'll go through but, uh, book here. Start thinking your questions, and we're going to keep the live going. But we will be back. We're going to pause for our commercial break.
The Freemasons Podcast presents Real Brothers of Genius. Real Brothers of Genius. Today we salute you, Brother Lodge Meeting Room Crop Duster. Brother Lodge Meeting Room Crop Duster. Only you can cause a lodge to go from labor to refreshment in four seconds flat. Oh, my eyes are burning. Refried beans, onions, habanero sauce, supreme taco meal, and a large Pepsi. You didn't just eat before a lodge, you were preparing to commit a homicide. Oh, we're not even open on the master! Turn a fan on? No, you'll just blow the mustard gas around the room. Ow, I'm running over the Tyler! And even though you just poisoned your brothers, you smile and laugh hysterically while they writhe in agony. I can't breathe! So crack open an ice-cold orange dry, you wizard of chemical warfare, because only you can cause a lodge to turn into charter simply because of your decaying insides. Brother Lodge meeting room, crap duster! Brought to you by the Freemasons Podcast, Seymour, Connecticut. We are back, and uh, we had one one question pop in, and uh, it's from uh, Thomas Welch. And he hasn't read it yet, Welch. so we have no idea what it is. So I have started to notice blue Freemason signs on the sides of the road that tells you what the local lodge is. Is that just a PA thing? Or is this in other states as well? Nope. We definitely have it here in Connecticut. Um, I think it, it probably started around the time that all of these uh, civic organizations in probably New England towns started putting those big boards up where they, they hang yeah. like the Lions Club and the Elks Club. And we have one right in downtown. Yep, all the civic organizations. And then there's mm-hmm. usually a Freemason one there, too. Mm-hmm. That's not an adopt-a-road thing. I thought that was an adopt-a-road thing. No, that's no, just, no, no, that's no. just no. the it's civic just organizations that are within If that you town. go into Naugatuck... Yeah. Down Spring Street, it's right there on the yeah. big board. Welcome to Naugatuck. They got all the civic organizations up there. We have one in my town, but conspicuously absent is the Masonic Lodge well, placard, which is unfortunate because... Well, because hmm. Masonic Lodge is very... Not yeah, but we right do now. have one, but still. All right. It's sad, but there are some... There are actually some towns around here uh, in Middlebury, for example, they have a road sign. So they'll have, like, you know, whatever, the, the speed limit sign, and then all of a sudden there's a circular road sign with a purple, you know, uh, purple sign with uh, Woodbury? gold. Oh. Woodbury, sorry. I always get those mixed up. With a gold square and compasses, and it says uh, whatever the name of their lodge is. I can't remember. All right, boys and girls on Facebook who are watching, get out your Masonic ritual books. We're going to do some shot collar no, trivia. We're going to do listener shot collar trivia. So I'm going to go get the shot collars right now. And uh, it's going to be Ken versus Dan. Wait, hold on. You're <laughs> Where are you going? No, no, no. We need, we need another participant. You have to, you have to participate yeah, you're as in. well. Yeah. I am. I'm yeah. going to be the one holding the blue book. No, no. You've got to answer the question. You don't have a doctor. You can grab the blue book right out of my desk. You're the young guy that's got to be in the shot collar trivia. Yeah. Uh, you can take a jolt. So, Come on, no. be listeners, those who are watching, if you want to participate in this, shot collar trivia. I'm going to go get the shot collar. Start looking up your questions now. Mm, We're going to keep we it go. going. So, make, oh. sure your, make sure your questions are valid. Yes, I don't make wanna, sure they're I don't valid questions. Make sure they're not uh, trick questions or in anything. The meantime, like that. Well, in the meantime. In the meantime, I'm going to pause this real quick, and then I'm going to go grab the okay. shot collar. All right. And we're back. We're ready. We're so, ready. uh... I just want to tell a quick story real quick. Uh, so the other day I was taking, this is the shot collar right here. Older Rev, maybe. Hold on. It's live. It's on right now. Uh, just want to be, just want everyone to know that the other day, 
I was tr going to charge this, okay? And it's got the USB things on both sides, and I'm holding it in my hand. Now, mind you, if you remember, we cranked the voltage up the last time you we did the it. Press test button. Actually. I was holding it in my hand, and as I'm holding the two in my hand to try to plug in the wire, I accidentally hit the button and damn near shot myself across the room. It hurt so bad. I hope <laughs> Joe was up here. Joe was up here, and he was laughing his ass off. So what? So, uh, what, 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 what kind of questions can the listeners ask? So, so ritual is no, okay. No ritual is okay. We have, we have done ritual. No modes of recognition. No obligation. No obligations. Thomas Welch. Some words. Hold on. Thomas Welch. I know George probably gets a lot of messages. Uh, yeah. But a few weeks ago, I sent a picture of a Masonic chart I found in Greenland Village at the Henry Ford Museum in the Ford Homestead and was wondering if you may be able to explain a bit. Oh, yeah, let's look at that instead of shot collar. Oh, here, Ken. You're going to hold that part for now. Just hold on to it for a second. While you hit the button. I, I didn't hit the button. hit the button. I didn't hit the button. I'm not going to put my hands on the contacts <laughs> until we're ready to go. Uh, let me, uh, Tom, give me a second. Let me look at that because uh, a little rattle to it. If we can explain a bit of it. All right, let's see here. Let me see what I got. Also, if you ask uh, the question and we can't answer it, we'll just not answer Brother it. Brother Tom, did you send it to the podcast or did you send it to myself? Oh, you sent it. Oh, here it is. I recently went to the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn, Michigan. It's the Masonic chart. So what I'm looking at is, uh, for those who can't see, it's a Masonic chart. And uh, from what I can tell, it looks like it is all three degrees. Uh, you have a bunch of Masonic symbolism there, including Jacob's Ladder. We should have a this big... This was in the Henry Ford Museum, he says. So yes. Here, take a, take a peek. You guys tell me what you're I've saying. I've never seen anything. It looks like it's like three this. different degrees, in no, my no. opinion. It's top, middle, uh, and bottom. Based on how the Bible is set up, yes. Mm -hmm. It is three different degrees. It's three different degrees and three different symbolisms you know, of three different degrees. Jacob's Ladder. Mm -hmm. There's uh, the Waterford. Mm -hmm. uh, Jacob's ladder basically alludes to uh, the ascent to heaven. Yep, the ascent to heaven. And then uh, you have yep, the two there's, pillars. There's the winding stairs and everything in the middle yep. one, and then mm -hmm. at the top there's King Solomon's temple. Yeah, it's pretty much the three symbologies of the three different. Even areas. the altar is set up differently. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's pretty cool. And this is in the Henry Ford Museum. It, said, yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Good find. All right. Well, Very cool. we don't have any questions yet, so uh, I'm going to start it off. Why has it got to be you and me, Danny? I don't know. I feel like this is... Uh, I feel like right. we're always the ones that are getting So, involved. just so everyone knows, uh, in Connecticut here... No, he's a past master. He's, he's a past a, master. I'm a yeah. nobody. He's a past. Well, no, that's not true. No, no you are an AGM. You're an AGM. Yeah. sitting yeah. associate yeah. grand marshal. You wear purple, that, but I, you know, which is really basically a... the district deputy's understudy. Yeah. You're like associate grand marshal. You're like his Robin to Batman. Right. You know? yeah. Driver, essentially. <laughs> Driver. Driver. All right. Okay. Masonic education. So in the state of Connecticut, we get emails about Masonic, from the Masonic education thing. Yep. And they ask you certain questions. So I'm going to start... And I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to go down the list. Oh, I do really well at those. Know. You know, I almost like, always bold. answer this them correctly. We're going to teach a score here. Yeah, I Ken love, answers it every week. I love I the email. Yeah, so essentially Ken's what happens know is the answers. in the state of Connecticut, the uh, Masonic Education Committee of the Grand Lodge sends out, it's basically like an email, right? Like a, a MailChimp mm -hmm. kind of like routine email that goes out once per week. 
and we have an excellent brother that moderates it and that writes the questions every week. God bless him because that's a lot of work. And then uh, you basically just reply to the email, and if you have the correct answer, you get props, right? So mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. the following email, when the next question is asked, the the answer is put in, and it says the brothers or you know most of the brothers. Sometimes there's like hundred or whatever, and they can only show about ten or fifteen. And you see which brothers got it right and everything. And we, we have a good time in our lodge mm -hmm. going back and forth and competing with each other. So, so a couple things. It. I just want to say that the reason why I'm not in this battle is because, A, I'm not a member of Harmony 42. And, two, I think I've won the last two. So I'm just saying, winner gets did the night off. Did you win off. the last I one? Because like, I thought I did I pretty well. I don't, I don't, I don't know if anybody won the that The very first one. one, I kept count. The second one, okay. I did not keep count. So I'll have to listen back yeah, to the I'm own one. Assume that I won that All right. One. Brother Ken, you ready? Yes, sir. I've got it in my hand. Question. There you go. He's going to get all these right. What number are we on, by we the way, are. for the uh, setting? I want like five. 30. Fair no, enough? That's fine. All right, 30. 30. 30. Sounds painful. No, it's all not right. we'll, we'll be okay. Actually, you know what I'll do is... Thomas Welch has I think question. what I should do is I should... Uh, oh, every round we go, we'll crank it up another five. I don't like Fair that. enough? That's a poor choice. Come on, Ken. Okay. You got confidence in this one. All right. Nonsense. Here we go. Question. Is a lodge required to vote to grant a demit? Is a lodge required to vote to grant a demit to a brother? Yes, they are. Very good. All right. Brother Thomas Welch, I believe Henry Ford was a brother. He I don't was. Know about his father. He was, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yep. in, the, in the homestead, I'm sure there is some sort of regalia. He, he asked a question. Yeah. Good question. So here we go. I wonder how many of the other uh, founding fathers of the automobile industry you're, you're were, next. were brothers. Uh, uh, I said that uh, here we go. <laughs> you ready? So nervous here we go. So right now it's one nothing. Keep count. Keep score for us. Because I think at the end of this, the person needs to sing a song while holding the shot collar. I'm thinking like Dancing Queen. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we need a higher attendance for that sort of night. Maybe like a Maynard song. Yeah. You know how good I am Ken's, at singing really Maynard good at singing. songs. I've heard it. Only that one, All right. one time. That Your was, question. Uh, I'm going to get shocked. Where was Grandmaster Hiram Abiff going when he was struck down? He was going out to speak to the workmen. He was going out into the... Uh, Which gate? South gate. I'll accept that. <laughs> it's because it's correct. It is correct. Yeah. Very good. Also, I've I've seen all these questions and I've answered them and I've seen the answers to them. So I don't right. Know so if this, this is, is really yeah. yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, dude. I told Ken's you gotta, I participate in this. You can always and I almost oh. always get it right too. So all right, but I'll take the next one. I'm sure I got that will, one right. He's too. gonna get it right. I mean, just look at look at like who got the props for that question. If my name's on there, then you know I answered right. it and got it right. He answered all of it. And I don't I don't look it up. I never look it up. If I don't know the answer, I don't answer. If I know it. In my mind, when I see it, then I answer. How many questions are you going to do, George? I was thinking ten each. I was thinking ten. That's each. a lot. I think ten's fair. It's higher than I could count. I'm trying to find some Masonic Ooh, nine comments. What we got. We'll see if I you're reading the questions and answers. And it went away. That's not fair. Hi, Joe. Way no, to no, be a slacker. I just want to clear it up. A Where bit. you at, Joe? Where yet. you at, Joe? We're doing Masonic shot collar. I'm in trivia. your chair with your microphone, talk. with a shot collar in my hand. Oh, so Thomas Welch is not a brother. Yeah, I just read yet. that. That's all right. 
cool. That's very good. Glad to see that. Masonic you're Lodge of Education. Enter apprentice quiz. Ah, there we go. That sounds good. Ooh, I just want to make sure that uh, it gives me the answers. And make sure that Joe didn't already ask those questions on a previous shot collar trivia. Oh, these are like super easy. These aren't even fun. Well, if you have any questions, Thomas Welch, we would be able, you know, Absolutely. able to help you answer some of them to most to our best extent. Yeah, we can do that. Seeing as how George is having a problem a finding proper questions for us, we can help you out in the meantime. We can make it part of the trivia. I found the site that yeah. Joe actually was on, so uh, this ought to be fun. Okay. Just don't ask any that have already been asked. No, nah, that's what I'm going to do. I have a great memory. All right. Steel trap. I do not. Photographic, some say. They don't have the answer key, though. It's the only problem. Oh, here we go. Yes, I do. I have it. Okay. All right, ready? Ready. What does the father time with a scythe symbol represent? Father time with a scythe represents memento mori that we all die. That is correct. That's bullshit. Memento <laughs> mori. All right. This is a good website that Joe found. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he tripped us up a couple times. He did trip us up a couple times, so. Can I, can I ask or no? Yeah, go ahead. Ah, uh, new... New questioner for you, Danny. You got to step up to the mic, though. Yeah, you got to put your face on the mic, though. Give him that one right there. There you go. Oh, right, now you're like Give now you're one. now you're a game show host. Now you have like a game show host. Oh, it's already been asked. Oh, okay. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> then never mind. Yeah, I'm looking for that, that one. one's not gonna work. No, no that one's not gonna work. All right. Back to George. Was it the anchor? The Masonic anchor. Uh, what does the compass symbolize? Well, many things. Yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of a vague question. All right. So, uh... I mean, I could give you the lecture part of it. Used for navigation. Used to draw circles. Infinite spiritual boundaries. The junior deacon's jewel. I kind of wish Joe was asking these questions I now. know. <laughs> so what does it represent? What is this thing that represents 40 different things right, in Freemasonry yeah. represent? Like that? It's tough, George. I know. That was a tough one. Uh, so I was told in Pennsylvania that I have to know a mason for at least a year before they can sign a petition for me. But I'm just curious as to how that works. If I don't know well, that how could Pennsylvania's... Be, that could be lodge tradition or yeah. that could be part of their jurisdiction's um, I mean, the way too. Connecticut works is you put three people down on the petition that have known you a significant amount of time, uh, preferably a mason. So and we then you need a top-line signer and a voucher. Right. Recommender I mean, and the voucher and the, voucher and the, and the uh, recommender need to be Freemasons, yeah. obviously. But the people who are on your petition don't necessarily need to be uh, Freemasons, even. Actually, we've I think we've got some other brothers from uh, under the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania's jurisdiction that follow the podcast that are listeners. So if they so they help, might be able to answer you a little better yeah, on that. If they uh, could help them out, that'd be awesome. Right. Or if they could uh, maybe vouch for you, or, mm -hmm. you know, that'd be great. I don't know if they'd even put that on the, the Grand Lodge website. That might be Right, it might be on the Grand Lodge website, yeah. Thomas. Yeah, that's a tough one. We'd have to contact somebody yeah. in Pennsylvania to get them an answer. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just, I mean, it might, it, if you have a petition, it will say it on there, I'm sure, because yeah. they would have the exact uh, what you need. See, Joe, so Joe's, already, Joe's already... He's firing in questions. He's fi no, Joe's already asked all these questions. Like I'm mm -hmm. trying to, I'm trying to find one that he hasn't asked yet. So let's go back to this question. So, he he would have to know a mason for at least a year. That's what he he's saying. He was told 
that in Pennsylvania, I would have to know a Mason for at least a year before they could sign a petition for me. Oh. So maybe the, he's saying the voucher or the the uh, recommendee would have to personally know for him for a year. I don't mm. know. That's not how. Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's kind of curious to me. It's not really. A I mean, maybe. Solid mm. answer, but. Hmm. I'm trying to look for another one here. I don't want to hold this anymore. Yeah, I'm I mean, he, it's entirely possible that he knows some Masons that he's known for that long. Right, and that's the other thing, Masons, Thomas. You know, that like, to, there's so yeah. many people that are Freemasons that you don't even, you might not know mm-hmm. uh, until you know you start going to meetings. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would definitely say contact the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania, uh, the Grand Secretary. I mean, the, their contact information's got to be on their website. Absolutely. Just shoot them a question. You know, right. shoot them shoot a quick them email, email and be like, I mean, hey, I'm is sure this true? If you call during business hours, yeah. they would even have the answer for that. Or if there's a brother on our page here that is from Pennsylvania, if you have yep. an answer for him. We can point them in your direction, right. too. All right. I got it. I got a couple. Sorry, Thomas. I'm going to get electrocuted now. Yeah. <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. Time to get shocked. Oof, these are tough ones. I don't want a tough one. Give these him are, a tough one. Give him a tough one? No, give, yeah. Ken didn't have any tough ones. Uh, give him a tough he's one. He's currently a master. Like, he has, like, you know, I did. Knowledge. I did the master's path. Those are tough questions. I just answered them already because they were in the emails that I get every week. <laughs> Yeah, those are the, the ones I just got were way too tough. We're going to try different ones here. Yeah, some of these are just freaking brutal. Like, where does the Regis manuscript? Oh, I know that one. The Regis poem? Yeah. That was the first uh, written document that mentions Freemasonry in its current form. Really? Yeah. The Regius poem? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, the Regius poem. Yeah. It's the first written transcription of anything to do with Masonic. I feel like you're going to shock me if I didn't know. I mean, I would have held that one. I I got that. I got it, right? Did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Wow. Find something harder. I didn't think you knew that one. I didn't. I know that one. You were not holding those I know. That's true. And I already ruined it. You got to hold it, though, while I'm freaking. No, because you're asking questions that don't exist. And you have your thumb on the button. I, see. I don't have my phone. I'm just holding I think it. Joe's the best game show host. I really miss Joe when it comes to shotgun. I mean, trivia. this is kind of short notice prepared. All right. Yeah, he did just decide this like yeah. 12 minutes ago, right? In the meantime, any other questions coming through uh, Facebook Nothing. Live? I've been trying to watch uh, to see if Thomas answered us. How many people we got on there watching right now? Does it say? Uh, is my five. wife? Is my wife watching? No, with the kids. How did I see who's on there? You guys are more technically inclined than me. I don't know. I never do it on my phone. I All right, we're gonna get. We'll, we'll do some questions here. I, I, got, I got one right here. Okay, so in Masonic terms, what is oh. a Grand Lodge? That's kind of vague. Yeah, it's kind of vague yeah. again. I mean, it's the governing body of all the lodges in that state. Is what I would say. Mm, governing body in any Masonic jurisdiction. Wow. All right. Yeah, Very good. That's correct. Good job. Pass it off. Mm-hmm. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Take that dash. Now, it's not state by state in other countries. Correct. It's well, there's states in other countries. Sometimes country by country. It's sometimes a couple different Grand Lodges per country. It's jurisdiction. I already got it right, Ken. All right. What is the great light of masonry? I feel like we had this one we on a previous... And I, I think, think I, I was the one who got it wrong. Well, or maybe you got it wrong. Somebody got, got it wrong. wrong. We definitely got electrocuted for it. The great light of masonry. The great light of masonry. The book, 
the book of holy law. I'll accept that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see him? What, what's the actual answer? It was uh, like... The book the, of one's faith. Yeah. That's so it's works. not... Because, I because if I you would have said Holy Bible, Bible, you were getting popped. Right. Yes. And that was... That's how we got electrocuted last time. That is how you... Okay. So I remember you getting electrocuted last time. Uh, That's fine. And you were like, I would have said Holy Bible, too. Okay. Uh, that's why I remember. Brandon Sanders. Here we go. Some apple juice. Yeah, he does. Why is there no Grand Lodge of the United States? Interesting question. I think that's more of a uh, that was a right uh, not right worshipful brother George Washington. Decision, Why are you talking? Oh, we're... <laughs> I don't. I mean, because that's like a really open. You know what? If you get it right, I'll pop them. I didn't know we that's were. Really I didn't know that question. was like a shot collar like, question. I thought it was just a yeah, Facebook. Oh, okay. Weird. I mean, because there's, there's. I was trying to pop them anyway. Yeah, I'm getting confused. <laughs> there's different. There's different. Or you do shot collar. I feel like there's different traditions in each state, and it was set that way. You know what I mean? It's, uh. You're gonna you're gonna shock me. Just uh, it. all right. <laughs> Take it. Actually, George Washington, uh, he was offered the position of being the Grand Master of the United oh, States of America, sense. and he turned it down. He said that each state should be governed by itself, which states' rights. Right. right, just like uh, the or government that he formed. Alive in the states. Well, no, I mean that was like his. That was his wish. So each state formed its own My grand lodge, tingly. its own grand jurisdiction. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on that. I didn't know we were still doing that. That's I have right. not requested Shot a petition yet because I'm going to college, and I graduate in the spring. At that point, I would have more time to spend learning Freemasonry as to teach me. Oh, cool. I do have a few family members who are Freemasons, but they have come across several others. A few past few months who have been answering many, many of my questions. Many of my initial questions were answered by this podcast. Hmm. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're listening. And, yeah, uh, we'll try our best to help you out on your path. I mean, to, Damn. you know, you being in college, I'm assuming that you're younger of blood, which is great. Um, I always love to see younger folks. Absolutely. Doing a lodge. Um, when I joined Harmony, it was quite a um, aged. You were uh, you were a wee lad. You were eighteen when you I joined, was young. or something. I, was not, you? I think I was eighteen or nineteen. Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, my father is a Mason. My grandfather was. My uncle is. And me and my cousin joined at the same time. It was kind of inevitable. But yeah. we were the we were the young group, and thankfully, once. My class one, there was a bunch of classes afterwards that were very young, and we have a very young line now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to see younger people involved in Freemasonry. Yeah. All right, who's up? I mean, it's definitely I'm going back to the Masonic trivia. I have to, because a lot of these other ones, and again, I'm looking for the questions and everything. Okay. And you know what it's giving me? Easy stuff. Ritual. Actual ritual okay, of, like, Duncan's Monitor. So well, we don't do Duncan's we don't do Duncan's anyway, monitor. So it's not Masonic ritual. So not know the answer. And I'm that. not getting into that. It's <clears throat> it's literally bringing up the questions and answers of a certain lecture we do. Yeah, so that's, that's why I'm staying that's away. That's not okay. That's yeah. what is the meaning of so mote it be? Ah, this is a tough one because a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of back and forth on this one. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of speculation involved. So mote it be basically means so may it be. So it be done 
it's basically the the end to a prayer. So it's you say something as a prayer, and I say, let it happen. Right. It's mm. basically what so mote it be. Okay. I will accept that. Okay. Pass it over to the end. What's, your, what's the literal answer from your source? That then? was what it was. So oh, may cool. it be. So may it be. Okay. Worship Brother Dan. Yes, sir. What is the main purpose of the warden's columns? Oh. Okay, so it's... To, yes, yeah. he did. It's Haven't to, been shocked yet. You can. Wow. <laughs> it's to show whether the lodge is at ease or at labor and who's in charge at that time. I will accept that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's correct. Brother Ken. Yes, sir. Down. Try not to. The three knocks at the door remind you of what text in Scripture? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Very good. It's from one of my favorite lectures that I have memorized. We will do... uh, That softball. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let's ask Dan weird shit and give son yeah. give Ken All right. lollipops. Hey, neither of us have been shocked yet, right? No. Uh, what do you mean? I got shocked. You got popped, oh, you got shocked? You got popped oh, once. Okay. So I guess I must be winning. All right. I hear him turning it up over there. I'm only turning up five. I'm only turning up five. Like we One, talked two, about. Three, four, five. 20, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Twenty-five. <laughs> what if you hold the button down if it'll jump it in increments of ten? Let's find out. All right, oh, ready? Does it go out. over a hundred? Brother Dan. What are we at? If you're going up five every time. We are at fifty. I don't even know what that As a mason, what are the tenets of our profession? What are the tenets of our profession? Ten seconds. Instructive tongue. The fa- oh. <laughs> Brotherly right. love, relief, and truth. Yep. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> oh, my pants. All right. Ken's going to stay in his pants because he's not wearing his shorts. Standing my pants. This is actually questions. Well, that was a lecture question. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not reading the entire not, thing out. As long as you're not reading the whole not thing out. Or it's not obligation. Obligation is off limits. Yeah. I have to so. pay Anything that's in the obligation, the coding thing is... Yeah, I'll be no, here. Okay. Not a lecture when question. you come So we back. got two more, right? Because you started off, right? I think I... Yeah, I think I started So he ends it, correct? Yes. All right. Yeah. Ken has gotten every question right, so you have five more. Five more? Yeah, because there's ten questions each. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's gotten zapped twice. <laughs> you have not gotten zapped at all. I'm running, I'm running low going. on questions. That's why I'm... Oh, I mean... <laughs> do what you can, George. All right. Well, we don't need him in the room, but it's going to be funny. So, so Finally we're, gotten used to this. We're thing. at 55 now. Jeez. Okay. 55. Very well. A lodge has how many jewels? Oh, God. Okay, so we've got movable and immovable jewels. Altogether. We're talking about altogether, right? Movable and immovable? Nikes. Nine. Oh, God, that hurts. (laughs) Wow. There is six. Oh, man. I... I don't know what happened. Apparently, Ken got shocked because he's on the ground. I knew that. How many jewels are there in a lodge? Great. All together, movable and immovable. I said nine. There's six. That was a bonehead move. 
Uh, and that hurts, by the way. So, <laughs> just saying. So you know. We're at 55. Question. Which U.S. president hey, was a nit- this? Why is it not more than... We can't list all of them. Can't I mean, list all of them. probably better that we don't, but... You just want the number. It's all you I think about it in your head, there, there's a certain number of movable and immovable jewels. All together, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh. All right. Ready? F the math up, because yeah. I'm an idiot. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Brandon Sanders says, no problem. <laughs> Which U.S. president was initiated as an entered apprentice but never progressed any further as a mason? Makes sense because I'm going to get it wrong. Ken doesn't know either. I don't know either. Just hit me. Initiated as an entered apprentice (laughs) and never passed on. Lyndon B. Johnson. So, So you didn't, like, throw it down? No. Apparently, I took, I took it better than Ken. I, I almost did. All right. He, no, almost. Yeah. It was on the ground when I got destroy here. Destroy it. Like, everybody else is throwing it around. It makes, like, a rattling noise. Is that the end? I feel like that was the end. No. How many have we got? No, you're at, you're at, you're going into question seven. All right. Question seven. You want to end it at seven? We'll end it at seven. We'll do one you, and then we'll do it, because I think we're pretty much at our time you anyway. To, you should at least go to eight, because that way it gives Dan a chance to... No, I like three. seven. It's a Masonic number. Yeah, I know. That seven. makes sense. Yeah. No, no, keep, like, it, keep it an even I don't need number. to go... Right. I don't, need, I don't, care. I don't yeah. care if I tie. All right. He just doesn't want to get electrocuted. I don't want to get electrocuted again. <laughs> you ain't going to tie. You're already doing the whole... Name three Masonic symbols that deal with time. Ooh, we're at three 60, Masonic now. symbols that deal with time. We have to keep it the Blue Lodge? Yes. Okay. So, first and foremost, we have the Hourglass. Mm-hmm. That deal with time. The Hourglass. We've got... Ten seconds. Oh, Jesus, it's making it really hard when you time it, and I have a Hurry shock up, collar in my Hurry hand. Hurry up! <laughs> All right, so we got the hourglass. We've got the five. Hit him! Hit him! Hit him <laughs> with it! Just hit me! I'm not gonna get it! I'm not gonna get it! I'm not gonna. Oh! <laughs> he threw it on the ground. I <laughs> dropped it. I didn't throw it. The 24-inch gauge and the scythe. Oh, damn it! All right. I had scythe. Scythe. I, I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got scythe. Yeah, the 24-inch gauge, gauge I would have if I wasn't under duress. Is that the only three? That's it. Hmm. Really? Hmm. According to that, there's probably that. more, but probably more. But again, every jurisdiction's different. Oh yeah, I mean you've got the the the, the senior warden and the master and the junior warden. Yeah. All that deals with time, whatever. This that's, is the end, right? That's why Masonic quizzes 65. are How was it? Wait a minute. It was just at sixty. Yeah. He did question seven. Uh, all right, all right, sixty. All right. Question, uh, and then we're gonna do eight. Oh, we can, and then you, and then we're done. What are the three grand Masonic pillars called? It's so much more fun with the shot collar in your hand, isn't it? We've had this question, Ken. I know this one. I don't know it. Ahead. Five seconds? No, go ahead. I don't know it. All right. I think I know this one. <laughs> Wisdom, just... strength, and beauty. Oh, yeah, I, I thought... I never got that. I thought I had to answer it. Ken... Oh, I could have. I could have. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right now. Give me a freshie. Trying to find one that's not. Some of these are. Uh, Tens are all too easy. Not, I got shocked twice. He got popped a couple times. Got popped like seven times. What are the immovable jewels in a lodge? Oh damn it! I'll hit him. 
He doesn't know. <laughs> oh, the we're at immovable. 65 now. The immovable. He doesn't know it. The immovable <laughs> jewels of the lodge. The senior warden. Okay. The junior warden. Oh, <laughs> you're worse than Joe. Yay, Ken got shocked. Square, level, and plum. Not the officers. Oh, not the officers. The actual. <laughs> I had to let him keep going. The hustle made it even funnier. It's so much harder he didn't with the shock it. collar, isn't it? Like, you probably would have gotten probably, yeah. if you had time to think about it and you weren't being threatened with electrocution. <sighs> I might lose. I may be throwing him a softball here, but I'm not sure. I threw you a softball you before. So. It. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, knew thanks, I knew thanks, that Ken. one earlier. Who guards the inner door of the Sanctum Sanctorum? Huh. It really is a softball if he yeah. really thinks about it. Yep. <laughs> the senior warden. If you give him enough time to think about it. You got it. You shocked me. Did I really? Yeah, asshole. Oh, right, give it back to Ken then. <laughs> yeah, senior warden is correct. All right. I was like, how does that wrong? So, no, it was right. I didn't mean to shock him, though. Oh! <laughs> Dude, well, I did are. it to him. I had to do it to you now. I got to even the level. All right. Ow. What, is <laughs> what is it at? Is it at like 80? Like 65. Really? Yeah. I'm okay. No, no, no. I just don't want to get shocked. No, I'm done. I'm putting it up. So, yeah, we're all set. So. Oh, we're done? Yeah, we're done. Oh, thank God. Right. All right. What was the final score? You're one by one. you one by one. Uh, wow. One by one. All right. High five. <laughs> so, uh, I still feel my arm. I think uh, next time we'll bump up the... I think in what, honestly? Vague bruising on my hand here. I think next time you should, you should actually come up. We should come up with... Well, we usually do this kind. I just threw it in there. The listeners take this note, and then for next time, have some good questions. Right? The yeah, the listeners. Uh, yeah, but you gotta you gotta figure out how they're going to submit them, right? Because whoever is competing can't see the questions and answers ahead of time. Obviously, yeah. So direct message them to you or to Joe or whoever, so that we don't. Well, they can do it to the computer. I don't technically have to sit here. I mean, I could have Joe if he's hosting. He could sit here and just read the answers off. Yeah, for sure. Well, as long as as long as just send your question and your answers, so that way we we. Right. The right way. Don't post them to the Facebook page because we will. We All right. So we'll answer Tom Welch's last question, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, is there one thing that Freemasonry has represented you with, or helped presented you, you with? Presented you with. Sorry, I'm. I'm uh, presented you with, or helped you. Read it, Dan, because I can't. My eyes are like. Is there one thing that Freemasonry has presented you with, or helped you do, helped you to do? since you got involved that you could say I'm really glad that I joined oh, so many things I mean there's there's yeah. so many things so I, many things I, meeting the people that you you frequently go to meetings with and become good friends with like brother Ken I probably yep. would have never met had he not right anybody in this room I would have never met had it not been for Freemasonry I'm pretty sure yep um mm-hmm. and that's kind of it's a great equalizer in the fact that you could be you know I work in the auto mechanics field Ken works in, you know, making something weird stuff, whatever Ken makes. You know what I mean? There's all, <laughs> we have lawyers and, and real estate agents and police officers Cops, and firefighters. Firefighters. And, right. Every profession, I think it brings everybody together. And I think that's one of the things I truly enjoy. I would echo that. And on top of that, I would say you can implicitly trust all of these people that you meet. Absolutely. And to be able to walk into a room once a month. And hang out with. I mean, we we hang out with our friends all the, twice a month. Or well, you know, twice twice a, week. a month, whatever. However twice often week, you happen to go to your lodge. <laughs> I mean, we 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 
we talk to our coworkers all the time. We talk to our friends occasionally. But when you go and you meet in a Masonic Lodge with your brothers, you can let your guard down. Mm-hmm. Because you know you can implicitly trust everybody in that room. And I think that's one of the most powerful things about Freemasonry. Um, it teaches you, when you go through the officer's line especially, you learn some very valuable lessons about leadership um, that I highly value in my professional life and in my personal life. Greg Schultz, brother Greg Schultz says, chicks dig masons. <laughs> and also, yeah, chicks, I was getting to that. Chicks dig masons. Yes. Yeah. And my wife found me much more attractive after I started wearing that top hat. Hello, really? Miller. Yeah. She's a big fan. I'm lying. Interesting. She's going to tear me apart when I get home. She's going to be really pissed. <laughs> all right. It's not true at all. We don't get more attracted. What do you say? We lock it up. You, got, you also have to be worried about cat genetics. Well, what about you? What's oh, your answer God. to that? My answer to that, uh, I would have to say that you know the people that I've met, the friends that I've I've made through Freemasonry. On top of that, I feel like Freemasonry has given me a sense of purpose. Whereas, you know, what do you get to look forward to during the day? I mean, yes, you know, granted, you, family and all that's great and everything, but to actually do something for yourself, how many people do things for themselves? Yeah, knowingly and knowingly in in a disciplined fashion, or sure. even get out, or, or even have like. You, Besides your family, and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking family. Family's great. You know, you're there with your family, your kids, whatever. But, you know, to get out of your everyday norm to come to lodge and actually do something and, and you know, whatever. It's ritual. You're, you're hanging out with brothers. But it's that's one thing I enjoy is to actually get out, come to lodge, see all my friends and brothers, and spend time with them. And mm-hmm. just shoot the shit about each other's lives. You were having an otherwise boring work, uh, b- boring day at job at your. Oh my god, I can't at even job. speak right now. Boring day at job. You're having a boring day at work, uh-huh. and you started researching Hiram Abiff. Yeah. And you were giddy over that. Yeah. So that and tells honestly, you something right there. What else would I be doing besides what listening to music or listening to the news? Which I don't even want to get into that. Yeah. You know, it, ge- it excited me like wow dude, I was excited to listen to it I was excited to you know again I usually pop on YouTube and I'll listen to a documentary about it it's learn something new on learn the something new rather than the everyday crap that you hear on the news or you know so uh, that that's one thing that that would uh, the worldwide factor too is the other big thing for me I mean I travel a lot and mm-hmm. I travel alone a lot um, <clears throat> by choice you know what I mean I like to just travel and uh, you could be anywhere in the world, and if there's a Masonic Lodge, and you pre- present yourself as such, you have friends. You have mm-hmm. friends and good friends. Yep. That you and you've trust. never met those people, but never. you can trust them the same as we trust each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which and is that's, that's you can't huge. find that anywhere else huge. in the world today, man. That's that's right. a special thing, I think. What do you say, fellows? We wrap this up. I think that's good to me. Hmm. Say we wrap this up. I think uh, we did pretty good with the Hiram thing, considering we have zero, you know, real, like, information on it. But it's a tough topic. It's a very tough topic, uh, but we kind of got into it. And, again, I think you were the one who threw it around, and I kind of jumped on it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, That actually came from uh, those. Or was it Joe? No, that was a a listener-requested topic the last time we went out to to the well to ask for new topics. I forget. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get torn up on Discord later or on the the pod or on the Freemasonry podcast page. 
on Facebook. I can't Everybody remember make which sure brother you boo brother Ken. <laughs> yeah, whoever suggested we do hire Mabiff, thank you. Right. Appreciate that. It was a tough one, but you know what? I don't mind doing tough ones from time to time because yeah. really we have to pour ourselves into it a little well, bit. You got to challenge yourself rather than just being blank minded and knowing it. So yep. we have to we have to get paid to do some research on right. other subjects. You know, it's yep. bad. Yeah, while we're at work. While we're at work. Right. right. Okay, I sit in a truck all day, so our uh, employers are probably pissed, but. <laughs> As long as we're entertaining for you guys. The job gets done. That's all I got to say. Exactly. exactly. All right. Probably not well. But. Let's wrap it up. For the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, Right Worship Brother George Marjorie, signing off. Worship Brother Ken, signing off. Worship Brother Dan, signing off. Brother Ray, signing off. Brother Ray. Hey. All right. Have a good one, everyone.